Once again, welcome back to Moving Forward with Young Voices. I'm Brian Hyde, holding down the hosting duties this week. Uh, just want to give you a little bit of background about uh, what is what is this program all about. And, uh, and I'm very happy to tell you that uh, this is the product of, of some, some great brains getting together, greater brains than my own, of course. Uh, people like Joe Carey and Stephen Kent and, and Casey Givens coming together and looking for a way to create an outlet in which young voices could uh, could be heard and speak up and and speak truth and and get practice in in being uh, members of of uh, of the the media and anyway the idea being that uh, with with our platform the fed by ravens media network that uh, we could could help them and at the same time, they could help us. And if, if you've been listening, if you have caught any of the broadcasts over the last few weeks, you understand this is not just, you know, this is not like the college radio station. This is not, you know, people, you know, getting their very first chance to to jump on a microphone. These are legit thinkers and people who are just sharp in their fields. Now, what a privilege it is to get to rub shoulders with them, you know, virtually, you know, via via our uh, our online connections here. But it's also a great privilege for us to bring that to you on a weekly basis. And if you have if you have missed any of the previous shows, I'd strongly encourage you go to fedbyravensmedia.com. You'll find that there's a category right there uh, that uh, that has uh, archives of all of the various programs we've done so far. I think we've been doing this for a little over a month now, and it has been a remarkable experience. Always something great to learn. All right. I am joined by Tamina. Help me with your last name, Tamina. Debozorgi. <laughs> Debozorgi. Thank you. Um, it's it's good to catch up with you once again. We talked a, a couple of weeks ago, but uh, I'm happy to catch up with you. And since education is kind of the theme of our, our program today, you have a very unique perspective on the subject of free college, because in, in your native Iran, apparently that's an idea that has been tried before. And I have to ask, how how did that work out? Yeah, that's a very good question. You know, since uh, recently we've been hearing a lot of talk from our politicians regarding uh, promises of free college. I recently published a piece in Orange County Register arguing uh, against that notion um, that this is pretty much an empty promise that politicians are trying to give to the young generation. Again, as you mentioned, um, a lot of countries have tried that, including my home country, Iran. A lot of people don't talk about it, um, but that, you know, they've been doing it for many, many years. And let me, let me tell you, it has never been successful fully, at least not in my experience. Um, and uh, unfortunately, because of this notion of free college, government has the control over higher education and a lot of people are left out. Uh, they are not able to study the major that they want to. They're not able to pursue the careers that they want to because government has control over everything. Okay, I can I can see a problem with that right off the right off the bat in the sense that uh, basically uh, I, I'm trying to remember the saying whoever whoever uh, pays the fiddler you know calls the song. If the government's paying for it, they're going to have uh, a lot of influence over what is actually being taught. 
Yes, and, and not just that, and also they have a lot of influence over who gets to take the university seats. And as an example, uh, of course, a lot of people know the, the Iranian government is an Islamic Republic. So, uh, of course, they have a preference to uh, give the seats that are extremely limited, by the way, to you know, the people that are closer to the government. I was a girl who, you know, I had to compete in this huge standardized test that was extremely stressful. I studied like days and night for like over years and years of my life. Uh, and, you know, at the end of the day, they told me, well, you're a girl, you are like 10% disadvantaged in this test because they want more guys to go to university, especially majors that I wanted to go to. So, you know, they didn't care that, you know, I speak six languages or I play instruments or you know, I have yada, yada, yada on my resume, or I'm such a great student throughout my K through 12. All they care about is who you are, like, what's your gender, girl or boy. Okay, if you're a girl, well, you go at the end of the line. Also, what's your score on this standardized test that is not even testing your intelligence. Uh, So it was very not effective. um, And Iran is just one of the many examples. We see the same stuff in China or in uh, even Scandinavian countries that a lot of, you know, socialist politicians in America advocate for. Well, it's really not what people think it is. Uh, People can't get to choose their major. Uh, The universities and the government chooses the majors for the students and they have to go with it. So basically it's central planning for, for a person's academic career. Yes, because, um, how, you know, in America, we want to encourage people to pursue their interests. Hey, go study what you like. Go study what you're excited about. In those countries, they see this as a pipeline to the job market that, again, government controls. So they look at the job and they are like, OK, we only need like five people in political jobs. So we're only going to accept like five students to political science. We don't care if you're talented or you love this major or whatever you have in mind for your future. We just got to take, you know, five kids that pass this test. So it's it's not going to help the individual at all. And it's not rewarding to a lot of people. Now, I, I have to ask this, and it's kind of a loaded question, but OK, but but but, but America is so different from Iran. So, you know, obviously we'd get a far different result, wouldn't we? Uh, well, <laughs> depends on how you look at it. Actually, uh, if you look at the specifics of the policies that the politicians are advocating here, it's pretty much the same. Again, Iran has another advantage to America because Iran has oil money that is not coming out of people's tax pocket. Americans have to pay taxes to, you know, fund this education system. And for example, Biden's plan, like it will cost over like billions and billions of dollars that is not accounted for in our budget yearly. So who's going to pay for that? Of course, the taxpayer. Well, in a country like Iran, well, okay, we worry about the, you know, budget later because, you know, we're selling oil and we can just funnel it, you know, we're not charging people for that. So, you know, at the end of the day, you would think that, okay, so I, as a student who wants to go to university in Iran, well, it's not coming out of my pocket. It's coming out of the, I mean, oil money, which again, as a citizen, I'm entitled to. So fair enough. However, you know, when you look at America, well, we have so many universities. Our population is way larger. We have a lot of diversity. We have international students. Like all these people want to go to our universities. Uh, well, it, it's going to be even worse here if, I, if you ask me. So... So and and, and th- th- what you're describing then just seems to drive home the the point. No matter how it may be packaged as, hey, it's free education. It's not really free if you're not the one <laughs> who's making the choices, right? Exactly. It's never free. Someone eventually has to pay for it. 
And, you know, right now we say, okay, like I have to take student loan and then, you know, I get my degree and then I work and pay it off. Well, in the free system, which is not really free, um, you will have pay like your parents and everyone else is paying it out of their paychecks and you will end up paying this for the rest of your life, even more than, you know, probably your student loan that you would pay for like a couple years and be done with it. Because of course you have your degree, you have better job and you have more experience. So, but when you have to pay it out of, um, American taxpayer budget, that's a different story. I'm I'm curious too if if degree inflation plays into this. You know, the easier it gets to, the easier it becomes to get a degree, the less the degree seems to really um, matter, or at least the less value seems to be attached to it. Do you see that as well? Yeah, absolutely. Because of course, in a society where you know everyone, you know, for example, okay, like I can get a, I can go to college, it's free. Uh, well, people really don't realize that. Well, maybe you don't need to get a college degree to pursue the career that you want. Well, a lot of people know that. They know that, okay, like I have this talent or I'm not interested in college. I can do and start my business. But when you have this flood, you know, huge population of, for example, mechanical engineers that just got out of college and they're looking for jobs. Of course, someone who went to vocational college or community college, well, they're not able to find a job because then everyone's going to look like, oh, this person has a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering. That's just like a surface level, like just thinking that people have the degree on their resume and that will take away the the actual value of the degree because that just everyone gets it and it doesn't have a merit anymore. And then, you know, later people just have to push themselves further. Everyone now has to get a PhD. That's exactly the problem we're seeing in Iran, because actually, if you have a bachelor's degree, it doesn't worth anything. You at least have to have something above PhD level to at least have a shot at anything. Wow. Talk about pressure. I mean, that's yeah. uh, that raises the bar. That's that's pretty intimidating. We're, yeah, we're, and it's awful. <laughs> we're, we're down to about uh, 30 seconds left in, in our segment. Um, Tamana, tell us where people can can find your work. I know you mentioned the uh, the Orange County Register. Uh, yes, uh, I published a piece recently about uh, young people need freedom to achieve the American dream. And uh the piece was about, you know, that how our generation is very concerned about their education. That's a big deal to all of us. However, what politicians tell us <laughs> that that's the way that you can get education, free college. Well, that's not a way because it's going to take away the freedom that we want. OK, and, and that freedom matters. And I think you make yes. a pretty strong case for that. Tamina Debozorgi, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Moving Forward with Young Voices. Thank you so much, Brian. I appreciate it. Thank you.